Hey there, welcome back to the Rest Based Weight Loss podcast series. In this episode, I'm going to give a couple quick tips for those of you that uh, are finding it difficult to gather the energy to exercise. Um, You know that exercise would boost your energy, but the problem is that you don't have enough energy to exercise. And so it's like the chicken and the egg. You're caught between a rock and a hard place, right? Well, I just want to give you a couple quick tips, some words of encouragement, um, and some things that you can do to just go ahead and get started and gather that energy. But first, in case this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban. I'm a certified nutrition consultant. I'm a stress management coach. I'm a lifestyle coach, and I work with women who want to lose weight the rest-based weight loss way. <laughs> and I, what I refer to as rest-based weight loss is a, a very gentle and sustainable approach to weight loss that tackles weight loss from a hormonal and a metabolic perspective. Because what I discovered in my own weight loss experience that then led to three and a half years of research that then led to certifications and now uh, being a weight loss coach is that weight issues stem from metabolic and hormonal imbalance issues. Diet and exercise are only just two out of many factors that contribute to these imbalances. And so the reason why so many people struggle to lose weight and or maintain the weight that they've lost is because uh, they are possibly ignoring some of the other factors that led to their weight gain in the first place and then are still struggling with those factors that are still creating imbalances for them. So if you're someone who's like, uh, I'm doing everything right. I'm doing everything that I know I'm supposed to be doing. I'm trying really hard and I either can't seem to lose weight or the scale is moving very slowly or I was able to lose weight and now I've gained it all back. uh, Then you have other imbalance issues besides food and exercise. And so this series attempts to give you just different puzzle pieces because it could be a, a lot of different things and it's all dependent on your own individual unique circumstances, your own unique history not only your medical history, but then also your social emotional history. I work with a lot of women that have developed eating and exercise patterns as a direct result of some uh, of, of their childhood experiences and how they grew up uh, and some of the experiences they had as teens or young adults. So it could be a whole wide variety of factors. And in this series, I want to give you different puzzle pieces that hopefully uh, a few of them apply to you and just help you put together uh, the puzzle so that you can find specifically what works for you and what you need to do as an individual to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. So I would definitely encourage you to subscribe, come back, follow, keep listening. I'm going to keep as long as I have something to bring you. <laughs> I'm going to keep coming back and bringing you, uh, bringing you as much information as possible. Okay. All right, so very quickly in this episode, I just want to give a couple tips for those of you that are struggling with the energy. You're struggling with the energy to exercise. Uh, I, I work with a lot of, not a lot, but I work with um, you know, several women or I come across several people who complain about the fact that They know that they need to get to the gym. They know that they need to do more physical activity. They know these things. 
But the problem is that there is no energy. They are too tired to do it. For many, uh, for many women, especially working moms, there's also no time. Like, where do you find the time to get into the gym to do these workouts? Like, where, you know, where do you find the time? And especially, where do you find the energy for all of that? So just a couple quick tips here. Um, number one, I want to share that your energy, the energy to be able to exercise is not actually going to, it's not actually going to have anything to do with your physical activity. Uh getting like extra boosts and energy and being able to have the energy to actually get up and be more physical that's actually going to come from your food intake so one of the one of the the most immediate pieces of feedback that i get when i work with women within the first like two weeks of us working together is that they feel more energetic and this is before we even start with exercise. This is before we even start with any physical activity. Simply by changing their diet to a diet that is, in my, in my belief, more appropriate for them and their neurotransmitter needs, their biochemical slash hormonal needs, the most immediate, the most immediate transformation that happens within the first 14 days is a boost in energy. So that's my first tip. You, uh, in order to just, if you're, if you're feeling zapped in energy and you know, you've been tested, um, your thyroid's been tested and all these things, and you know, it's not a medical issue that it, it's, it's maybe a stress issue. It's just a lifestyle issue. It's an exhaustion issue. Then I want you to start with your food, uh, because no matter where you eventually gather up the energy to exercise, if you don't change your diet, then that energy is going to run out and you'll be right back where you started. Okay. So change your diet. What are some diet tips? Uh, I, I've mentioned a lot of tips over the past or over past uh, previous episodes. Um, but really, you want to focus primarily on consuming lean proteins, fibrous vegetables, healthy fats, that should make up like 80% of the food that you eat every meal, every day. Okay. And then the other 20% can be anything else you want. If you just start there, you'll see an immediate boost in your energy uh, within the next couple weeks. Okay. Next, um, I want to address, I want to address those of you that may not know that you're having a mindset block issue with exercise and exhaustion. Um, as opposed to an actual physical block and having the energy to get up and exercise. What I find is, um, I, I find a, a conversation, the conversation starter, uh, and ultimately the excuse that pops up when I chat with people who are like, yeah, I want to get to the gym, but I'm just so tired. I don't have the energy, uh, is especially if you have previous experience with exercise. This is especially if you used to be a gym rat. You used to be in the gym all the time. Like you used to work out regularly. You used to be consistent and you've fallen off. It's been some time since you've been back and you just can't seem to muster up the energy to get going, to get going and get and to get back in the gym. You already know that uh, you feel good when you work out. You already know all the benefits of exercise. You may have already 
previously experienced body composition change when you were in the gym killing it and being consistent. But now you, you don't know what's wrong with you. It's like what I don't understand what is happening with me that I cannot just get my butt up and go. Well, for you guys, uh, the issue is a metabolic. It's a metabolic imbalance issue. And that metabolic imbalance issue came as a result of it came as a result of the fact that you stressed your metabolism out too much when you were exercising. The metabolic imbalance issue came from the types of workouts that you were doing. So when you overexert yourself physically, you start drawing you start drawing from um like a reserve well of energy that your body uses uh, number one to keep you alive just to keep you breathing and then uh, to keep you going through all of the crap that you have to do and all the responsibilities that you have uh, and, and you know and all the things that you all the hats the different hats that you wear okay and there is only but so much in your reservoir tank of energy now, for some of you, that reservoir tank may be, may be tapped from other areas and you have no idea that uh, you have other areas in your life that are draining your energy stores. And that can be in, it, your energy could be tapped from relationships. It can be tapped from stress, of course, naturally, stress, but not just the outward stress, but like the hidden the inward stress that you don't even register as stress because it's just a normal part of your daily life. Like uh, your boss constantly coming to you, asking you to just do one more little thing for him. Like add on one more little project that, you know, it shouldn't take too long. I just need a couple things here. I need a couple things there, which on paper, it doesn't sound too bad. It sounds like something that you can just snap your fingers and get done. However, you already have a thousand other things on your desk piled up. And so to you, it's like, oh, this is just a little thing. I can get this done really quickly. But you don't realize that that little thing and saying yes to that little thing is tapping into your energy reservoir, the same energy reservoir that is actually needed for you to get into the gym and to exercise. And so if we have these little energy suckers, like little tiny energy suckers in every little corner of our lives, every day that's just draining our energy here draining our energy there draining our energy there and then on top of that you have the energy the actual physical energy that goes into keeping your heart pumping and keeping your body alive and then if you're not getting enough quality good sleep at night or you're not finding enough time during the day to be able to close your eyes rest your eyes relax relate release then before you know it, you get to the end of the day and you're like, there is no way I'm going to the gym. I am, I am done. I'm pooped. And I can say that after working a, uh, <laughs> because I just finished working like a nine hour, nine, 10 hour day. And I'm supposed to go to the gym right now. And I'm like, I, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm like my whole, my energy reservoir was drained by 12 o'clock this afternoon. I was like, there's, yeah, okay. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Um, and, and we don't even realize it, right? Like I had all the motivation and intention in the world this morning of after work, no matter how late I was staying, to make sure that I got myself to the gym. 
and now that I'm here sitting in my car, very well could very well still go to the gym and work out. I physically can't bring myself to do it because of the type of stressful day that I had today. So for those of you that struggle with energy to get into the gym and and you don't understand why you're struggling so much when you used to be a gym rat and you used to be in the gym all the time, then there is a metabolic imbalance issue that's coming from stress and energy drainers from different areas of your life. The third, the third and last thing I'll say connected to that uh, is that you believe either subconsciously or this is just you know you subscribe to the idea that there is a very particular there that there are very particular types of exercises that you have to do when you go to the gym you have to get on the treadmill for at least 30 minutes you have to do at least 10 to 15 minutes of core you have to do at least you know 15 to 20 minutes of strength training and so you're, you're already, your brain is like, well, when we go to the gym, this is what we do. This is how we have to work out. And if your energy is being sucked and drained throughout, drained throughout the day, then your brain is like, there's absolutely no way that we're doing that. We are not spending 45 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes in the gym. We can't. So for you, I would encourage you to start looking into um, high-intensity interval training workouts that won't have you like 10 to 15 minute workouts that won't have you rolling around in a pool of your own blood and sweat by the end of it. I see a lot of high intensity interval training workouts that like they, you know, they make you kill yourself for the 10 to 15 minutes that you're working out. It doesn't even require all that. So dramatic. You don't have to be doing, you know, jumping up on, I don't know, swinging from chandeliers and doing sprints across four lanes of traffic like crazy stuff that it doesn't even you don't even need all of that literally 10 to 12 minutes of some squats some push-ups and some bent over rows and call it a day no no breaks in between like just take a break when you need to take a breather and then jump right back in no timed breaks no resting intervals none of that just keep alternating between squats bent over rows and push-ups 10 to 12 minutes and then go home okay literally that's all you need you don't need anything more than that so I hope these tips were helpful and I hope that they were encouraging because in your brain your brain is making this an insurmountable obstacle that you cannot uh, that you just don't have the energy to exercise and therefore your weight loss goals uh, are in the toilet. Your dreams are in the toilet before you even begin because of this obstacle standing in your way. Start with your diet. You'll see uh, an almost an immediate turnaround in your energy. Okay, look for those energy suckers that are, that are, uh, that are zapping your energy unknowingly throughout the day. Okay, and then do some really quick, high intensity bursts of exercise that primarily work out your legs and your and your um, and your chest and your back. And and you're done. Call it a day. Okay, I hope this was helpful. This is another episode of the Rest Based Weight Loss podcast series. Once again, I'm your host, Lene Urban. Can't wait to talk to you next time.